Okay. Okay, so uh, welcome to Two Sisters Health. I'm Rachel. This is my sister, Jen. I'm Jen. And we're interviewing Tatiana Keen today. Hi, good morning. Hi, Tati. How are you today, Tati? I'm doing well, thank you. Great, great. So we've been talking about meditation for the last two weeks, maybe, maybe mm -hmm. around there. And we've been doing a daily meditation challenge, which I have to be honest, I totally forgot one day last week. Um, but that happens. That's part of the challenge. You froze for a few seconds, just FYI. Sorry. You know what? Okay. We just got Starlink internet. And so we're still working out the kinks. Oh, yeah. Understood. No worries. Plug it. So were you confessing that you missed a day when you froze? I missed a day, yeah. I did too. It wasn't just me. I'm happy. <laughs> so I said that's the thing about a challenge, right? Right. It's yeah. true. So um, Tatiana is a good friend, and she mentioned that she has a daily meditation practice, so I thought she'd be a great person to talk to. Yes, um, please. So Tati, do you want to introduce yourself? You can say whatever you want. Or, um, or not. <laughs> and then tell us a little bit about what brought you to meditation and how it's helped you. Okay. Um, well, um, I'm uh, Tatiana Keen. I'm a mom of two uh, kiddos, and I live in Southern Oregon. Um, I, um, I probably started um, actively uh, meditating a couple of years ago. I started. Um, doing karate my kids have been doing karate since they were uh, my daughter's been in it since she was four and she's nine now she goes twice a week um and so um after a few years of them going i thought you know what i should kind of uh step out of my comfort zone a little bit and branch out and try something i've never thought i would try to do and so um it's been a little slow going because i'm i can only commit to once a week um, whereas, uh, normally people go twice a week when they do that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, my sensei has been, uh, really awesome in, um, being able to accommodate with my schedule and, um, other life events. I just, uh, got, got done being pregnant. I had a baby in February. So, um, even throughout the pregnancy, I was still going as often as I could. Um, we did, you know, mostly focusing on, um, the practice of, the, uh, uh, the kata themselves and also huge focus on meditation. So um, I feel like it's been extremely helpful for me um, on uh, days. You said you were, you had skipped a day mm -hmm. um, where I feel like uh, it's a little bit, I've got so much stuff crammed into my day and, and I'm, and I don't really necessarily have a moment to literally sit and be still, or if I do, then I'm going to fall asleep. Um, <laughs> he has taught me to incorporate um, uh, like an active meditation practice, um, which is helpful because you can, if you, what you think about what meditation really is, it's just being as present as you can in the moment without having a distraction around you. So, I mean, even if you're making dinner, sorry, I'm rambling, you're making dinner, uh, you know, and you, a lot of times we make dinner and we're like on autopilot, we're chopping the food and we're 
trying to throw it in the pan and we're just trying to juggle all these things as quickly as possible. But if we can just take a deep breath and really live in that moment of, you know, what does this onion feel like in my fingertips? What does, what does it smell like? Um, what is the, what does it sound like when I'm, when the knife comes down through the vegetable and hits the cutting board, that is active meditation. So, I mean, if you just can take a step back and slow it down a bit and be really conscious of those teeny tiny little things that we normally just kind of glaze right over, um, that's a form of meditation too. So it doesn't necessarily mean just sitting in one spot. I feel like. Yeah, I love that. I don't think you were rambling at all. <laughs> I was enjoying all of that. So do you think you learned that um, in your, I'm sorry, what was the martial art? Is it karate? Yeah, it's, it's karate. Um, it's a dojo up here in Medford, uh, martial arts of Medford. <clears throat> and, and like uh, the meditation around everyday life, do you feel like that has been a teaching from your karate practice? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. And it's so beneficial. Um, it, overall, it puts me in a lighter, more positive state of mind. Mm -hmm. So do you do like a morning meditation? Do you um, have I, a habit or a routine to it? Yeah, I don't really have a set scheduled time. I just try to be um, conscious of uh, making, you know, making a time at some point. Normally it's evening time seems to be the best time for me. Once the kids go down and it's quieter in the house, Saul works late. My husband, he usually doesn't come home until pretty late at night. And so I'd, that's the most ideal time for me. Um, if I'm going to be actually just sitting and uh, sitting quietly. Um, otherwise, uh, I try to do active meditation as frequently as possible because I think it's just important to not um, be on autopilot all the time. And if you're doing that, what types of things do you find yourself choosing for your active meditation? Like for me, it's exercise. Jenny was saying it's kind of like dance or playing drums. When do you find that you're doing that? I think I use the example of cooking because I think that's when I'm most aware of it and most um, deliberate with it. Mm -hmm. it or clean. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say or clean which sounds uh, kind of silly because I really don't like to clean but uh, it's I think that if we I think that it, when I think about you know nobody really likes but if you think about it as you're going uh, it gives you it, it gives you appreciation for what it is that you're cleaning you know I I don't like to clean but I'm grateful that I'm have this home that I'm in at this moment that I'm so lucky and blessed to have and I'm taking care of it and it gives you a sense of pride and purpose I feel like yeah I think that's beautiful I should try to appreciate cleaning more <laughs> yeah I think when I when I kind of have when I when I when I get those negative thoughts in my mind about cleaning that's when it's helpful when to bring that reminder in of okay, well, yeah, nobody likes to clean. It sucks. <laughs> but when you're trying to re re just remind yourself that, um, I don't know, when thinking about other people in the world on this planet in this moment, right this minute, 
what their lives are like. Mm -hmm. So this might not be something you want to talk about or personal, but I'm going to ask anyway. Um, so one thing that I remember, so Tatiana and I were pregnant together with our first child. And um, I remember when I remember you getting into meditation, it was for the birth. Like that's kind of the first time I remember you getting really into practicing meditation because you were like, I really want to have a yes. naturally. And you really started practicing a lot before we went into labor mm -hmm. with our kids, right? I did. Yes. And I think that, um, I think that at the time it was very specifically for labor. I was like preparing for this, you know, Olympic marathon of natural birth. Uh, and so I, and so I was really focusing on applying it to that specifically. And I don't think that at the time I had really, uh, I was using it as a tool, I guess, rather than, um, applying it overall to my daily life. I feel like it hasn't, it wasn't until just a couple of, it's been the last couple of years because the kids are almost 10 now. So I feel like it's been a, a lot more, um, conscious, uh, meditation has been more conscious, uh, consciously practiced within the last few years. But yeah, it, um, when I was and pregnant with Paloma for sure. That's mm -hmm. and do you think it helped you? Because you did have Paloma naturally. Mm -hmm. Definitely helped. Yes, meditation helped uh, with that. Positive affirmations, um, uh, training your mind to mm -hmm. other things. I like kind of how you mentioned that you use it as a tool because I think that when we daily meditate, that's what we're doing is developing a tool for real life, right? <laughs> So when we get overwhelmed, when we start to feel stressed, or even when something really beautiful happens so that we can block everything out and just appreciate it, it is kind of creating a tool. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Mm -hmm. Jen, do you want to do you ever talk to the kids about meditation? They have a practice too with their karate. <laughs> is it something that you guys have ever done together or talked about at all? Just curious. Yes, um, we have. And my daughter, uh, unfortunately, struggles with anxiety. Like so many people, I personally struggle with anxiety. She uh, struggles big time. And um, we have found that it really helps her uh, feel more centered um, in the moment when I can, I can, it's, it's almost like when, you know, you know, your kids, when when they're starting to kind of spiral out of control as a parent, you can see it coming down the track from a ways away. So when you can kind of sense those signs and see those signs starting, um, reminding them, you know, to let's take a deep breath, let's go outside. Um, or even, you know, like I was, well, like I was saying earlier about, um, thinking about what things sound like or smell like or feel like, uh, ask, you know, bringing those questions in and saying, you know, hey, um, we're sitting on the couch. I want you to take a deep breath. What does it feel like to sit on the couch right now? What is, what do these cushions feel like? You know, why don't we breathe some and what are we smelling right now? Different things like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, being mindful day to day. I know I actually do the cleaning thing too sometimes. I use, my mind starts to wander very quickly, even if I begin being mindful and trying to notice my breath and notice, you know, the different sensations and just being fully present and then I'm gone. <laughs> That's common though, because the brain doesn't want to stop. Yeah. The brain not a natural thing in any way the, the the brain is constantly searching for the next thing and you know distraction so um i i think it's you know that's not necessarily um, a negative thing it just it just is so i think that when we can accept that for what it is and then just bring it back to focusing on our breath that is probably what is most helpful yeah, I did actually notice that this morning. I was kind of listening to the outdoor noises um, and just had like a little mini insight that, you know, the, the noises that are happening around me, it's not important for those to be quiet. What's important is for me to be quiet. Like that is the whole point of sitting here still is for me to try to get me quiet, meaning, you know, allowing um, I, one thing about this challenge I'm doing this time, which I haven't done a challenge in. It's, it's been a couple of years, I think. Um, I don't dread, not that I dreaded hard sitting down for 10 minutes, you know, other times that I've tried to incorporate a daily meditation practice, but um, I'm just a little bit more forgiving with myself this time around, right? I'm not trying this time. It's like, you know what, that is not the point of this. The point of this is just as Rach and I have talked about a couple of times, to give myself a little bit of space, you know, and a little bit of um, not go, 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 which is kind of how most of us live most of the time, trying to do way less of the go, go, go. And um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Does your partner have a meditation practice at all, Tati? No, he doesn't, but he, he, he's been saying for the last few months, um, he's been saying for the last few months, I really need to do that. I really need to meditate. <laughs> and so I, of course, I'm always more than willing to help or, you know, join in or whatever, but, um, he has yet to begin. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping he'll, um, he'll want to and make, uh, make the effort to actually apply it because it is so helpful and he has a super stressful job. So I know that it would, I know that it would uh, be beneficial to him for sure. Does Mike, Jen, your husband? No, he doesn't. Um, I, many, many years ago when we were together, not, that long. We've been together more than 20 years now, not married that long, but uh, together. I think I suggested to him at one point that he ought to get into meditation. Full disclosure, me not at all ever having, you know, been <laughs> into meditation. So I don't know why I thought this was a great thing to suggest to him. Uh, I guess we can see things in others, right, more quickly than we're willing to see them in ourselves. And he was just like, what? Uh, I'm good. Thanks. And it was like, oh, That's funny. <laughs> and that was sort of, um, 
at some point, I'm sure I realized that, you know, when you're suggesting things to other people that you're not doing yourself, <laughs> what is that? Maybe say? it's not going to be met well, but no, he, he doesn't. I mean, he might consider things that he does. He's very athletic. He's very, uh, and he has practiced martial arts, um, you know, for years on and off over time. And he might consider that um, active meditation. I don't know, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my husband doesn't either. Although when I was teaching weekly at the yoga studio before COVID, he came to all my classes. So that was pretty cool. And he would do the intro and Shavasana meditation with the class. And he really liked it. I think he's been pretty sad since COVID because I haven't been as good about um, my yoga practice either, but also I'm not like leading, you know, I don't think he feels like he can just go do it without instruction and with it not being structured. I'm not like, hey, do you want to come and do an hour of yoga? When's that going to happen? Especially with the kids, you know, that we both have time. So I miss that a little bit. I like that you're using it with your kids though, Tati. That's great. Chloe has meditated with me this uh, last week or two. And when she meditates with me, I do a guided one because I don't think that she's tried to meditate with me before when it's just quiet and her eyes closed and she keeps asking questions. <laughs> when is this going to be over? What are we going to do today? And I'm just like, uh, okay, we've got five more minutes. Just close. So the guided one, she'll sit there and just breathe and think and stay still for the whole thing. Yeah, there's some really great ones on YouTube, actually. And even uh, ones specifically for kids. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember you were saying that you do a lot of, you were doing like yoga kids video with your kids and meditation with your kids. And Tati's the parent to follow. <laughs> oh, I don't know. that. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep them from wrecking the house when it's cold and, you know, uh, windy outside and they can't go, you know, release their energy outside. But those YouTube videos, the yoga videos are excellent for kids. Uh, it's called Cosmic Kids uh, Yoga. Mm -hmm. Do you still do those? We haven't in a little while. Um, I think the last time we did it was probably in the middle of winter or so mm -hmm. on, a, on a day where it was just not you know, too stormy to go out. And it's really nice to throw those on that the kids follow along. There's lots of different themes. Um, they really are, are great for the kids are just captivated by what's going on. So they're happy to follow along and do it. And it puts them in a good mood and out of my hair for a little bit so I can get things done around the house. So you're not doing it with them? No, I don't. I, I because I use that as a tool to, <laughs> to get you know, from not fighting and doing their own thing. And then I like run off and try to do as much as I can if it's in the kitchen or wherever, just to get things accomplished. But I probably should do it with them. They would probably love that if I did it with them. Mm -hmm. So have you guys done, like, do you just sit quietly or do either of you kind of use it as a tool to focus something? Like I've done both where if there's been a time in my life where I really wanted to accomplish something or I needed answers to something, I would sit with my meditation as I'm breathing and sitting. Um, my next year is going to look like this and try to imagine like my ideal 
life situation, work, that sort of thing. Do you guys use it like that or is it more just quiet? You can go. Sorry, go ahead, Tati. No, no, go ahead. I was going to let you go ahead. Um, at this point, I'm just trying to get quiet with myself, but um, I was I was doing some reading in a new book that I've been reading lately, and I would like to do more visualization. I am very bad at that. I don't do a lot of big picture thinking about my life, um, and I I think that's a you know, not great. I would like to start doing more creative thinking about how my life could be. Um, instead, I find myself just sort of reacting at the edges of my life all the time. And I'm, and I'm very good at that. You know, no disrespect on my ability to adapt and respond, you know, to my environment. But I would like to invest in trying to be a little bit more creative and think bigger and more boundless kind of and maybe meditation could be a tool for that mm -hmm. yeah thank you exactly and has that kind of opened that thought up in your mind since you've been doing this um it's something i've been focusing on pre mm -hmm. pre-challenge but yes i think i could bring those two things together for sure in this challenge what about you tati um, I don't usually, um, it's more for me, a way to, um, calm myself and center myself. And I feel like I tend, I'm a worrier. So I tend to, uh, my mind wants to go to all the bad things that can happen. I just automatically just wants to do that. Um, so I try not to, but I think what you said is, um, is, uh, you know, super powerful because it's, it's using meditation in a way to manifest mm -hmm. what you want to see and happen in your life. And that is extremely powerful. So, you know, um, I think that's awesome. Uh, you know, a way to, like you said, a tool to, to, uh, help bring into your life, uh, good things and, positive, positive things. Yeah. So sometimes if I'm trying to create a project or, um, work out more, read more, whatever it is, I'll actually sit and in my meditation, I imagine myself doing those things and how I'll react to challenges that will come up. So, okay. I'm sitting there thinking and I'll actually try to think through problems that might present themselves and how I would get around those. So especially with exercise, it's funny. I know meditation is supposed to be about getting quiet and sometimes it is, but sometimes I actually use it as a way to work through problems mm -hmm. um, because you have to work through them first, I think for it to be successful. Cause if you react, you don't have as much time to prepare um so you know thinking about laying out my clothes and i'll imagine going on the run and i'll think about okay i know that hill is going to be really hard so i'm going to prepare myself and stay strong and breathe deep and i'm going to pick you know obstacles to run to and i kind of practice it in my mind when i'm calm so that then when i actually go to do it under the stress of the challenge I've already been successful once and somehow that makes it easier. Huh. So that would be another suggestion for 
I don't know, using it as another tool and maybe still doing the, the calming, you know, relaxation, clear the mind and still finding space for the other. I don't, I don't know if it's the same thing, right? Does it still get to be meditation? <laughs> if you're planning and thinking. <laughs> Good question. Right. I, I don't know. Probably just called more like, I mean, if you're trying to like put a label on it, it's that to me is more manifestation, but I mean, they're, they kind of go, they, they're, they're both super powerful. They go, you know, they're, they kind of go hand in hand. So I, I don't know. I, I think that it's, that's still, you're, you're, you're still doing something that's, that's incredibly powerful and positive and um, uh, helpful. So what do you guys think of maybe trying to incorporate some of those meditations this week? Yeah. Like mindfulness visualizing. Yeah. Like um, kind of, I guess it would be um, create, creating or visualizing mm -hmm. what you would like to happen. Mm -hmm. And that can be anything. It can be this week, this year, next month, this summer. I've been doing a lot of it, actually, and this is probably why it's coming up for me. Um, I work in a medical practice, and it's closing in a month. And I'm going to have three months off this summer where I won't be working. And so I'm imagining all of this time, which for me, I don't ever have time. And I'm trying to think about how I'm going to spend that time because it's going to go really quickly. And I don't, sure. I hate to say I don't want to waste it, but I want to use it um, to maybe accomplish some things that I've been wanting to do, but always say, oh, but I don't have time. So now all of a sudden I'll have time, right? Or will I? So for me, it's come up that I'm really trying to think of how to use that time the best of my ability. Um, but maybe that would be a nice focus. And for both of you, who mm -hmm. it sounds like never do that, maybe um, if that means having a second meditation this week or shifting from maybe when you're cleaning, Tati, to thinking about what you would like your next I don't know, or maybe even just the summer, what you want to happen this summer in your life. What do you think, Jen? Would that be kind of fun to try this week? Yeah, I would like to try because it's something I've been wanting to do anyway. Mm -hmm. um, definitely. I'll have to think about how I want to fit it into because sitting for quietly for 10 minutes is already a challenge for me. Um, and I appreciate the, the opportunity to just be still and have this kind of, you know, letting myself be quiet. And so I'll have to think about whether I want to shift that or whether I want to add something with the visualizing. I don't know. I'll think about it. Okay. That sounds good. So Tati, do you want to say anything else that you um, have been thinking about that's related in any way to this? Um, not really. I don't think, I can't think of anything else that uh, to add to it necessarily. Have you inspired friends to meditate? Family members? Well, my mom. Really? I, 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 yeah, actually, she's gotten into it. Um, I did get her a meditation pillow for her birthday a couple years ago. Oh, you did? What a great gift. Yeah, she's hard to shop for because she's, you know, what do you get somebody, something for somebody that seems to have already the things and, you know, that can easily get whatever they want for themselves. So I did, I got her a meditation pillow. 
um, and uh, she has a little a, a little room in her house that's like um, an exercise room with her um, exercise equipment in it, and so she has a little spot in there for meditation. That's awesome. Has she given you any feedback on how it's helped her or? Well, she's also struggled with um, anxiety and uh, she, so I think that that's helped her a lot. Did you give her any guidelines? Not really. We've, uh, we've talked about, we've had conversations about meditation mm -hmm. and I've just kind of passed on what I've learned um, and, you know, the, information that I've kind of uh, absorbed through um, my sensei. Uh, I've, I've passed that along with her, you know, to her and, um, and kind of we've bounced ideas back and forth to one another because I think that a lot of the time people have this uh, misconception of that meditation is, you know, when, when you, when you say meditation, somebody automatically thinks, you know, sitting in this kind of uncomfortable crisscrossy way on the floor with your hands in a certain way and your eyes are closed and you're humming or I don't know, you know, mm -hmm. people have idea that that's what it is and that you're supposed to be thinking absolutely nothing. And like, that's possible you're, you're not ever going to be thinking of nothing so um there's always going to be thoughts that are coming into your mind or worries or whatever and you know it's not ever going to be completely silent there's always going to be some kind of sound going on so um i think that a lot of people think that meditation is difficult to achieve because um, it, they sit there and they, they're trying to empty their mind and their mind is not getting emptied. And so they get frustrated and give up. But um, I think that when you, when you can think about meditation just as something that, um, when, if you're feeling frustrated, think about what is my body feeling physiologically in that moment of frustration? And then focus on that. It's, you know, what, what it was my heart rate coming up? Am I feeling kind of slightly sweaty? Is, are my, my eyebrows getting furrowed? You know, uh, little details of that in your body. Notice them. And then take a deep breath and try to let it go. And then focus on your breath. Mm -hmm. Focus on mm -hmm. your breath. I feel like really helps. Um, I don't want to say clear your mind because the whole objective is not necessarily to clear your mind. It's just to focus on your breath and the little sounds that are coming in, observe them, let them be, and then let them go. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a not necessarily just being like a statue sitting there. <laughs> just well, you know what I, th I think that you also are saying with all of that is that meditation is teaching us what we can control, which is just ourselves and our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And even we can't control our thoughts a lot of times. We're just learning how to manage it. Yeah, and not even manage because you can't manage it either. It's just learning to let it be, mm -hmm. learning to let it exist, and accepting it. Accepting it, yeah. And not 
labels on anything because, you know, to feel, sometimes people say, you know, I feel frustrated and you automatically feel like, oh, that, you know, put a label on that as that being bad. That's a negative thing. And it's not negative. It just, it just is. Staying curious. Yeah. Staying curious. Mm -hmm. Well, that thing I do better when I'm um, trying to change eating habits is I do better when I focus on what I am going to eat and what foods I want to be filling my body with rather than focusing on what I can't eat anymore, what I might want that I'm not going to get to eat. Um, And I feel like meditation may be the same thing for me with meditation is not thinking about here's what I don't want to do. I don't want my thoughts to be racing. I don't want, you know, but really to just what I want to be doing is being quiet and still. And I want to pay attention to my breath and I want to, you know, I want to relax my muscles. So focusing on the pot, you know, on building something, on being something rather than on what I don't want to be. And um, I do better when I focus on, you know, what is here, what I want to be building, what I want to be doing rather than on a negative. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what I heard when you were talking, Tati. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of what I was saying about the visualization. I'm not really being present in that moment. I'm projecting on the future. So I don't know how that fits. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to be more present. (laughs) You have to do both, right? Both. I was going to say, right. Do everything. There is a time, right? It's a tool. Definitely a balance. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, we have uh, less than a minute of recording, but you have been really helpful, Tati. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Thank you. Great to see you. I really miss you. I know. I miss you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, this will wrap up our eighth episode um, of Two Mm -hmm. Sisters Health, and we're talking about meditation with the beautiful Tatiana Keen. Thank you, Tati. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you.